Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast. We're so happy that you're joining us today. Uh, my name is Father Daniele, and I'm joined, as always, by Josh Sullivan over Hello. here. Love the glasses, by the Thank way. Thank you, yeah. Yes. I and, forgot about my contacts today. Yeah, sometimes you just forget about the contacts. And it really is. That's why you kind of get out the door, and you're like, oh! But I'm already halfway to town, so. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you forget that they're not in. Sometimes you forget that they are oh, yeah. in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And we can't forget, because we've been chatting already, <laughs> Matt Van Milligan over here. Hello. Matt, you have your contacts on. Yeah, I, I don't wear contacts. Don't but, wear yeah. contacts. <laughs> I wear contacts. Yeah, you I do. know. A lot of people don't know that. I wear contacts. And if they're not in, I need glasses. Yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I can't see without... Uh, my, my eyesight is very poor. Yeah. yeah. Very, very poor. Are you farsighted? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. And it's going to come to a day where I'm just going to get tired of contacts. But I've worn contacts for like... I don't know, since like grade nine or 10. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, uh, grade eight. Uh, so when I started sports in grade nine, that's kind of where I switched over to the right. contact so I could play sports and not have to worry about the glasses. Football was a big one, hockey, that kind of stuff. And exactly. So, yeah, 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 it was a big one. Uh, you know, no one really cares about this. No one cares no, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, Well, everyone's oh, still in shock. Oh my goodness, he wears contacts. He, so, people are still Googling it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Is it yeah. true that Father Daniel wears <laughs> contacts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to prove, fact check it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can, well, can we see it in his eyes? If we look really close and zoom into the YouTube video. <laughs> I'm so happy to be uh, back with you guys because we had a bit of a delay last uh, week. Now yeah. we're back in action. And, you know, it's funny that we're talking about Googling things and fact-checking things because this week uh, <laughs> we're going to tackle something that's happened in the last couple of weeks uh, because people were quite upset with a comment that Pope Francis made and do what Matt loves what people do. Go to the internet and share their comments, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, news media picked up what Pope Francis said. It was like all said. over everything. All over yeah, you know, it's amazing. It's, what it, they it's, a, it's, a, it's a, well, we're going to talk about it, but it's a, it's a line that backs everything that the church teaches and even says something like, it's, it, you know, that's funny or it's whatever. You know, like, yeah. there's no surprise here, people. If, if, if you know no what the surprise. church teaches, this is all in. But I think what people took it as and what they, they completely missed, as, as they often do when they're ranting on social media, they missed the page of great information and took the one, in, one line that had nothing to do with right. the summary of what he was talking about. And they took the one line and was like, okay, let's dive into this. And we hate this. That's right. I will do one thing that I don't, uh, don't normally do. And that's agree with Josh here because <laughs> uh, Pope Francis was actually giving out quite a, a really good talk. Yeah. And so the context for this, for this comment, we haven't even really said what the comment was, but the context was that it was at his <laughs> general so audience on Wednesday. So if people don't know, every Wednesday, traditionally, the Pope goes out uh, into uh, Pope Paul VI Hall and gives a talk. And, you know, John Paul II, that's how we got the theology of the body. Yeah, yeah, Remember, yeah. John Paul II went out every Wednesday and gave a snippet of something that eventually people compiled to make the theology of the body. Mm. Pope Benedict used to talk a lot about the saints and all these different things, too. So Pope Francis goes out and talks about sort of what's happening in the life of people. And and so it was his normal general audience. It was on January 5th that he, that he did this. And he's talking about St. Joseph. Yeah. That's what he was doing. <laughs> He was Imagine talking about St. Joseph. Yeah. Talking about St. Joseph. And he's talking about fatherhood and, and parenthood, motherhood, you know, and, and how what a gift it was. And then he said the comment that made the headlines. He said that people are uh, more concerned with their pets yeah, that over spent, their children. They spend, they, or that they spend money, I believe it was something along the lines of, too, that they spend money on food and medicine and clothing, and then the next things are cosmetic 
and pets. Yeah. And he was like that. That was how. He was just stating a fact. That's true. Right. <laughs> and th- this is in the context. Remember, he's talking about parenthood. Yeah. And and so here's the exact quote that uh, Pope Francis uh, was talking about. He said this. He said um, that he was talking about uh, adoption, right? So he's talking about that people who don't can't have children, you know, that adoption is uh, quite a gift. He says, so I spoke the other day about the demographic that exists nowadays, People do not want to have children or just one and no more. And many couples do not have children because they do not want to or they have uh, just one because they do not want any more, but they have two dogs, two cats. And then he says, yes, dogs and cats take the place of children. And then I guess people laughed. Yeah. You know, he was talking to a group of people, so yeah. they laughed. And he says, yes, it is funny. I understand. He says, but this is a reality. And this denial of fatherhood or motherhood diminishes us. It takes away our humanity. <laughs> you mean so, yeah. wanting to be a cat mother or cat father or dog? What? takes away the chance to be a real, a real father parent. yeah like imagine yeah. that eh and and uh you know the the headlines the media headlines were like pope calls pet owners selfish or or yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. yeah. you know but, but the pope calls people who choose pets over children selfish i mean he does use the word selfish in here but he but he's talking uh he's talking about something else right he says with orphanhood there is a certain selfishness you know people who choose not to take the path of adoption or or uh, people who just choose to out just just put, push out the idea of children you know that yeah. there's a bit of, of selfishness so anyways me, media right that's what yeah. they did yeah and and, and it's, it is uh, funny that like it, they take what is kind of talking about saint joseph and yeah. like as as an adoptive father it says you know uh, fathers aren't born they're made they're made by their their circumstances yeah. and like that that's right. le- leads well into the the beauty of adoption but you know the important part to extract from that is this kind of offhand <laughs> joke that, yes. that he's he's making about people who are um you know prioritizing pet ownership over having children there you yeah. go and it's like that it's kind of distilled down or like to you know the, the part that actually boils to the surface of social media or headlines or yes. whatever else is that like you know <laughs> owning uh, pet ownership is an intrinsic evil that the church needs to get out like no i like <laughs> it's so far removed from what he's actually saying i heard is. they're updating the catechism yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but that but that's how people took it you know yeah. i'm glad you said that because that's how people took it people people were like the pope what's the pope got to say about pet owners and no. all this stuff you know the pope is not saying you should not have a dog the pope is not saying you should not have a cat you know that's not what he's saying, no. and he's not he's not condemning people who can't have children either. No, you know, absolutely. Um, not. But he's he's like Matt was saying, he, he's making this connection between Joseph, who takes care of Jesus, uh, you know, in that role of a father. People are denying themselves that opportunity to be a parent when they're choosing to be a, a cat mom or cat dad. Yeah, or, or a exclusively dad or, a cat exclusively. mom. Right? That's so like, right. you know, choice. Yeah, yeah, like we have a dog, but it's you know, it's it's not. When, when we sat down to decide whether or not we were going to get a dog, you know, like, okay, well, is this going to limit the number of children that we're going to have? Is right. this going to, like, yeah. that it's, it is, it does occupy a part of our attention, but yeah. in terms of actually making decisions about our family and the number of our family, like, it's it's not an either or situation. Yeah. Um, but for some people, it is. For some people, it's, it's. Well, I think, yeah. I think it does. It, I, I can see, I, I have two dogs and I can see um, how it can take the place of a child. For some people, and, and I and we joke a lot because in our families, 
we have a lot of pets. Like yeah. everybody has kids and stuff, but they have a pet. So when we get together, there's sometimes like a whole horde of children running around and then a whole pack of dogs running around or something, you know, like it really does happen. But in normally, like for us anyways, we got dogs after we had our children. And then from that point on, you're still open to life. You're still living by the Catholic faith and everything. But those dogs really did take on like, oh my goodness, you're up in the middle of the night to let them out to go to the bathroom. Oh, they're whining through the night. Oh, you got to punish them. Oh, you got to discipline. You got to do this, that, and the other thing. Um, but when we'd be talking about it, my brother-in-law and sister who don't have, they have lots of kids, but they don't have any pets right now. And they, they want to get one, but they haven't, they're not there yet. And they said, they're like, okay, you cannot say that raising a pet is like raising a children, raising children, because you can't lock a child in a cage in your basement when you don't want to be around them anymore. <laughs> and like, well, you can, it's just not looked on, like highly on. But, oh, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it is, it's true. It is like a dog and a cat are, they're not human. They are pets. They are something that you can put in a cage and be like, no, I don't want to see you right now. You can go in and spend some time. And sometimes as parents, we do like, okay, it's nap time. You're going down for an hour, you know what I mean? But they need it. Versus, but animals, you don't have to. I can leave my animal at home all day if I need to and not have to worry about it. I cannot do that with two of my children. Right, <laughs> right. The other ones are old. Yeah, and there's, there's something to be said too, right? I think Pope Francis, in the context of what he was saying, you know, that this is part of the, the human sort of journey of life, right? Yeah. That, uh, you know, being a, being a parent is something that changes us, right? Being a parent is something that, that uh, continues the, the life of the church, that continues the, the, the life of our, our love between spouses, right? And, and when we choose animals over children, we're denying ourselves that. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a, there's a really awesome journey if you think about it. You go from being a child um, with parents, and hopefully, if you had a good good um, childhood and everything else, you have you have parents or, or or guardian figures, parental figures that love you, and and so you get this unconditional love. It doesn't matter what you do if you if you you know do this that or the other thing. They still love you, and they're still you know. You, so you're being unconditionally loved with no love needing to be done in return to your parents, necessarily. I mean, you do, but it's learned. And then eventually, we grow into a relationship. We grow not out of that relationship. We grow from that relationship into a relationship where now you get into a couple relationship of some sorts, or some people do, where it's a, there's a give and take, where I'm going to give my full self and the, my spouse is going to give their full self back. You know what I mean? And then from, so, so now there's a give, I'm still getting something out of this relationship, but I'm, I have to give something in this relationship. Yeah. Giving, and then we move on to being parents. And that, and that relationship then becomes where you're giving fully of yourself as a parent, but you're not necessarily, like there's a little baby in front of you that, that, cries, eats, and whine, like cries, eats, and poops. That's all yeah. they do. And so you're giving fully of yourself to this little bundle of skin. <laughs> and, and, and you have to, you love this thing and you're giving fully and you're not getting anything back in return. And right. I feel like that kind of shows our relationship with God in a weird way. Yeah. Meaning like we do, a lot of times when we enter into a relationship with God, we get that, we, we start to feel like I, the, the goods, you know, the feelies. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so awesome. I'm, I'm so in love with God. And we get all that feeling in return. You know, yeah. like you feel so peaceful and loved and everything else. And it's a two-way street. Yeah. And then it gets into the time where you start having, you start praying and you start doing, and, and you're, you're going through your faith life, but not necessarily getting those feely goody things that you got when mm-hmm. you first began or those realizations. It's kind of, I don't know. Does that I, make sense? I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's how I would say it, is that the goods that are of parenthood yeah. are much higher level 
fruits than yeah. you know a, a dog ownership or like and, and yeah. saying that from there like uh, because a person a human child is like infinitely complex yeah that it's like it's not this relationship of exchange that you know i'm going to do this for you but there, there is there is something that i get from that and it's not something that it's just kind of this this economy of relationship it's like okay no i'm i'm actually a better more responsible person as a father than i would be otherwise yes i'm i'm yeah, you know uh, i'm making more um, responsible decisions about how to use my time, how to use my resources, mm-hmm. um, thinking in mm-hmm. a much more long-term way about, you know, the kind of person I want to be two weeks from now, a month from now, you know, 20 yeah. years from now, yeah. because it's it's not like my own well-being or my own kind of satisfaction aren't the only stakes yeah. involved there. So, you know, th- there are goods that are returned, but they're, they're much higher level goods than this give and take or you know a, a dog who's just wagging his tail at you well yeah. i mean like, one, of, one, of, one of the classic jokes was you want to see who loves you more you take your girlfriend and you take your dog you put them both in the trunk and then you see who's happy to see you when you open up the trunk <laughs> oh my God. it's the complexity what i mean by that is is the complexity yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the joke but there's a complexity there between the difference of pet ownership your dog's always like you lock it in the trunk it's always happy to see you versus a human (laughs) not your girlfriend not your kids i'm not saying that but let's check his trunk on the way out (laughs) but okay so i i want to talk about this because you know obviously what the what the pope is saying is is clear to me anyways i hope it's clear to people listening i hope i know it's clear to, to you guys too uh you know so the media takes a little bit of what he says which is not unusual for pope francis right mm-hmm. like it, media's treatment of pope francis to take something he said make a headline out of it um shove it all over the news and it took a couple of days actually for for weeks, this to get weeks, into the week. news right it wasn't a story right away and then all of a sudden it exploded um that what the pope said so that's one part the second part is people's response to it when cnn uh, tweeted the headline of this story on Twitter, they got something like 50,000 comments on the post, yeah. right? Of mostly negative yeah. towards the Pope. Like, it's the, it's stay the, out of our business. And what? Wh- who are you to say, you know, um, like all these different things, which for, to me I found unusual for a couple of reasons. One, the Pope said something similar to this in 2014. Yeah. He used this almost exact example yeah. that, you know, people pay too much attention to their pets over their children, something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. I don't have the text in front of me from 2014. So it's not the first time he's used this example. The second thing is, like, obviously, the the Pope is looking at the situation in the world, and he's asking us to, you know, uh, to, to do what we're, we're intended to do, to be, to be fruitful, to make sure that our kids are being paid attention to, that those who don't have parents are, are still loved, that, the, that fatherhood and motherhood is a gift. Like, those are all the things mm-hmm. he was talking about. But yeah. so much negativity. So why are people responding <laughs> in this way? Like, number one, you know, there's one thing about the media sort of framing it how they want. And obviously they got what they wanted. They got so much response to it. Then the other way, like, why are people so upset at a comment like this? Do you think he might have hit a couple heartstrings? Exactly. <laughs> and well, Yeah. Yeah. And the, the context is that there, there are some contending narratives that people are participating in here. So you have you have the... The position of the church that, you know, family, uh, procreation, all of these are kind of intrinsic goods and proper goods of marriage or the the proper fruit of marriage where that's possible, where it's not possible. You know, it's understandable and usually hard for 
that the well, that it's not but you know uh, you have and, and all that is kind of rooted back through you know jp2's theology of the body which is reaching back to humanae vitae which you know the context for that is that this this idea that you know the world is becoming overpopulated we need yeah. to like we yeah. need to shrink the no- so there there are these kind of um <laughs> You know the th- in- interesting, uh, yeah. uh, interesting um, uh, example, or like positions that people take to justify yeah. this alternate perspective. But it's interesting now that you have economists and other people saying that there's actually a real uh, concern um, in, in in projecting or future economic projections to say that if we're not replacing the population, we're, we're actually like a negative birth rate, yeah. which which we're experiencing yeah. is actually one of the largest threats to. Um, the future of the global economy, because you're going to get an inverse uh, pyramid yeah. of of population. You have a small number of people um, taking responsibility for supporting a larger and aging population. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's interesting now that you know the the 1960s 1970s narrative of oh no op- overpopulation is going to be what's ending the world. Now there's there's a very different tune just on a practical level, yeah, yeah. let alone the theological goods. But of, even of, if you look at everything, yeah. there there's there is a there's a, a theme that goes along with from the time you're teenagers, and that's not what the church teaches, but at times in other in schools and other other TV shows and everything else, which is no, you should be able to get the pleasure of let's say sex and not the punishment of children right if that makes sense like like that's that's your like mm-hmm. you should be able to have sex so that's why you're allowed to have contraceptions you're allowed to have abortions you're allowed to have because because it's about you and not about the being of children and so we like the world has tried to put from the last 30 years 40 years legalizing abortion and everything else has put um the person, the the you know, I don't want to say mother because that's that's too, but like the parent figure as take care of yourself and who cares about your kids, and that so so people that have grown up with that and maybe even believed it or whatever, they're they're this is hitting them to the core because that's not how we're made. We're made to be yeah. people and multiply. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are we like that is why that's we are. T- that, yeah, we're, it's instinct. It's yeah. it's that's why we're drawn to the pleasurable things about sex and everything else, you know. So that's like it it is there. It's in our it's in it's in our in our blood and our genes and everything else. And so we are living selfishly against doing it. Sometimes not everybody. Like like we the Pope was talking about specifically the joys of parenthood, adoptive. Joe St. Joseph, the adoptive parent, and so if somebody couldn't have kids. Encouraging, looking at adopting that there is there's tons of kids out there that don't have parents. That you could be parents for, and then sometimes God, that's not in the cards for for people either. And God, but they have spiritual children. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you look at, I would say, like you look at godparents, and you look at like our roles in the church's society. We call our priest our father, if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have godparents. We have. It's all about this the structure of um, adoptive parents, if mm-hmm. you will. You know. Yeah, exactly, and that is the point that. <laughs> that Pope Francis was making, you know, like this. I'm just going to read another part from his uh, from his general audience. He says, "How many children in the world are waiting for someone to take care of them, and how many married couples want to be fathers and mothers but are unable to to do so for biological reasons, or although they already have children, they want to share their family's affection with those who do not have it? We should not be afraid to choose the path of adoption to take the risk of welcoming, and then." He makes the point about pets and yeah. things, you know. So that's all in the context of yeah. that, that, that our whole structure is made to, yeah. you know, to, to to care for one another. Now, you know, uh, you both have uh, pets. You know, my family uh, has a pet. My mom and dad. 
you know, and that's not to say that those are bad. Like people, like, absolutely not. People no. are like, oh, having a pet is bad now. Like no, <laughs> like people just jump to that conclusion. Of, of course, the Catholic Church says having a pet is bad now. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. what I mean. Uh, that's that's not it at all. So for a pet owner who's listening to the words of Pope Francis and is really upset, you know, like how how do we move them from really <laughs> understanding what? Ask it is? yourself, do you have a kid? Because <laughs> if not, then you're si- no. I'm kidding. Uh, no, I think I think I think you look at what the the overall message here was. Yeah, you know, and the message here was that you need to. I mean, what is your situation in life? What are the obviously if you are not married and you're not, you know, like the, if you're a single person in their twenties or whatever else, at not to go have a kid. <laughs> you know, right. like we, there's a there's an order, yeah. there's a stage. But I think he was just bringing forward that there is a completeness in our souls in ourselves. In fulfilling this, whether it be spiritually adoptive or or right. physically becoming parents, um, there is there is a wholeness in our spirit and our souls by com- by completing that part of the journey. You know, and I, I I don't mind that these words of Pope Francis really, you know, angered people or provoked people a little bit. I know we talked a couple episodes ago about in the Holy Family we were talking about don't provoke your children. You know, we were talking yeah. about that. I know we said that, but I don't mind that these comments provoked people. Because oftentimes I find when I'm reading the scriptures, for example, or listening to the Holy Father or meditating or praying, you know, when something really irks me, mm-hmm. it moves me to look deep inside myself. Yeah. Right? There's a reason why this has um, touched the conscience of, of a number of people, right? Because maybe it, it made them look at the reality. Now, some people are upset for the wrong reasons. Some people, I, I know at first people were asking me, you know, like, uh, is he condemning uh, people who can't have children? <laughs> who can't have children? Yeah, of no. course not. No. Like, that's not what the Pope is saying at all. You know, uh, but when 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 we're when we're touching the conscience of people who are living in a situation where they're like, I'm not having children. You know, and people have so many so many reasons today. The reasons they say I'm not having children today because. Number one, it's too expensive. It's too expensive to raise a child in today's world, yeah. right? Then they then they go and spend thousands of dollars on, on animals. Yeah. Um, they say, I don't want to raise a child in today's world. It's too scary out there. Or or we don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, sure, we're all afraid of the future. We're, yeah. we're all, we look at the future and we're all worried about it, you know, and, and but that's not new to today. That's not oh, new to today. No. Can you imagine, uh, you know, St. Joseph saying to Mary, like, well, while they're fleeing to Egypt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then it's like, oh, I don't know if this is the right environment to be raising a child. That's yeah. like right. while, while they're and, killing and, every this, two-year-old boys around yeah, them, Hebrew yeah, boys. This is, this yeah. is the so story. So there are a lot of reasons that people have, and that might seem, you know, legitimate in their heart to not have children. Yeah. You know, and I, I want to say, I'm not a parent, you know, but I, my, I, a lot of my friends are parents. A lot of my family members are parents, you know. And it is it is scary when someone you know when someone is uh, pregnant for the first time and you you know you have that you're excited but yeah. it's scary yeah you sure. know so parenthood is scary a lot of things that you do for the first time is scary and I think the Pope's addressing people like th- that fatherhood is a gift motherhood is a gift and and we have to move past our fear we have to move past yeah. those things that um, just sort of take over our mind and our heart that are not that true. If these things are pricking your conscience a little bit, then maybe it's for a reason. Look into it. I, I find if I'm listening to something and it makes it irks me, like you said, it kind of gives me a, uh, yeah. I look at, okay, why is this? And, and sometimes it's, I feel there's injustice being done or sometimes I feel like, okay, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Why don't I agree with that? And do I go back to, like nothing that the Pope said is in any way against what the church teaches. 
Of course it not. It is a hundred percent in line with what the church teaches and always t- has taught. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think that. But you notice that it's not the Catholic newspapers or the dioceses that are getting upset with this comment. It's it's the secular world sure. that has been mm-hmm. promoting the. The, it's all about you. It's not about children. It's all about you, 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 you. <laughs> you know what I found really funny? This yeah. might be an aside or off topic, but like the week after this story broke about yeah. Pope Francis saying this about children or pets or whatever, there was kind of like a, um, I don't know if it was like a biographical article that kind of circulated in the media about Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Yeah. And I think they were just looking at his life. You know, he's 90 some years yeah. old now and whatever. Anyways, and it, and it like one of the main things that we're talking about that he owns a cat. That, yeah. He, yeah. that he has a cat named Chico. Trying to show, yeah. trying to show that. And, it's... and I thought, what what timing of this? Yeah, it's yeah, like, you know, I know that wasn't intentional, but I just thought it was really funny because, you know, thrown into the mainstream like that, yeah. people were like, you know, criticizing these comments from the Pope. Uh, and then it was like, oh, by the way, the, the Pope, the previous Pope, the Pope Emeritus Benedict has a cat. And that kind of detail or that kind of fact should throw nuance on 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 what Pope Francis is saying that like okay exactly. no this you know pet ownership is not an intrinsic evil it's not yeah. what he's getting and at. it's like it, but he's saying like as as a moral teacher as you know the highest moral yeah. authority in the church for him to say um, you know um, sometimes our priorities aren't exactly what they should be yes you know and and That's when our priorities have. aren't that that should or, or that should unsettle us or that should cause us to question our own. Uh, priorities, but again, for those of us who own cats and dogs and whatever, they're yeah. like, okay, no, I need I need to be deliberate about aligning my priorities so they're proper. So you know, yeah. owning a dog, like, how does that work into family life? How does that work into you know raising boys to be responsible? Okay, they're feeding the dog, they're taking exactly. the dog for a while. Yeah. Like this yeah, is right. a way that works within the family the, unit. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> It, it, yeah. I think anytime the Pope speaks or or something like that, uh, you know, moves us. That's a that's a good thing. I think it moves us to to yeah. to look at our priorities and say, do we have them checked? So maybe even if if you if you have children and a pet or you have no pets or whatever it is, you know, it's yeah. always good for Christian the Christian faithful always to look at our priorities in life. What am I, what are we doing that's uh, not very good for us today, or that we're missing the point on, or what God's right? calling to you? Like maybe yeah. it's stirring in your heart now because this all came to light. Maybe what is God stirring in your heart now for you? Just even a spiritual or adoptive parent role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was this uh, story that Pope Francis shared. Um, I think it was originally when he spoke about this in 2014. It moved me a little bit because he was saying that he was telling the story of a doctor who and a doctor and his wife who couldn't have children and they were going to adopt a child and they were in this process for a long time and when they finally got the call that there was you know this child available for adoption they had gone to to see this child. And when they laid eyes on him, you know, they fell instantly in love, you know. And uh, then the, the people at the adoption agency or, or maybe the staff there, I forgot how it was, you know, told this doctor and his wife that the child has some medical issues, yeah. right? And um, someone said to the doctor, uh, like, how did you take that news? And he said, if they would have told me on the phone, that this child had medical issues. He said, I may not have come today. He said, but I laid eyes on this child and he stole my heart. And honestly, like it was a, it was a great story for Pope Francis to share. Um, but that's the whole point I think of what is the, we have to move 
we have to move beyond what's in our head, what's in our heart, and move to start looking at people, yeah. to start looking at our life and seeing what's really important, to seeing what really matters, what God is calling us to do and live and love in our life. You know, and we can only do that when we're with people. When you know, <laughs> again, that's not to say that animals are bad, but you know, we do that when we're with people. We're made to be in relationship. We're yeah. made to be yeah. in a community of people. And when we lay eyes on children or lay eyes on people. It moves our heart. It moves us to live, uh, you know, forms of fatherhood and motherhood and brotherhood and sisterhood or a community, or a, a yeah. community of people Family. who are doing what God has called us uh, to do, you know? So uh, that's all I think that he was really saying. And I, I think that's really important because, you know, whatever our priorities, whatever our life situation is now, maybe we can all reflect on that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we can all reflect on, a- a- am I really doing what the Lord is, is placing in front of me? Am I spending time? doing what God has called me to do, to, to be in a community of people yeah. and not locked behind a screen or, or locked behind falsities or giving all my love and attention to an animal and when I, when, I could be miss, when I could be having these human interactions. I don't know. That's, I think, what, it, what his message calls us to. I think so. I think that's the big picture. Yeah, that's the big picture. <laughs> and we're always uh, looking at the big picture. So uh, thanks for uh, this conversation. We're kind of out of time mm-hmm. on this a little bit, you know? Uh, but uh, I think it was good. Hopefully you know? it clears things up a little bit from people that just read the... You know, the headlines. The headlines, yeah. yeah. Because the, the headline, <laughs> if I if I can say, I know we probably said this at the beginning of the episode, it was not was not fair to what mm-hmm. Pope Francis said. Again, he's used to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're used to that. Yeah, We're yeah. used to that. We, when I see a headline All like that. All dogs go to heaven. You yeah. Know, that like, uh, so that's actually maybe a good thing to mention before we go off the air, is when you see a headline like that, that the Pope said something, go to the Vatican website and read the actual text that of said. what Pope Francis says. Mm-hmm. The Vatican is always releasing... Um, the a transcript yeah. of what he said, what he actually said. So go read what he actually said. Put it in context. Don't just read headlines. All right. So that's it for today. So if if, if anyone has any comments, uh, hate messages, uh, things that they want to <laughs> share, maybe share a story about, uh, you know, I know there's people out there who are mourn that they can't have children, uh, maybe who have lovely children, whatever it might be. You want to share that story with us. You can send us an email at the Catholic Buzz Podcast at gmail.com or you can comment on our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. You can find us pretty much anywhere now. Right? That's yeah. uh, very yeah. exciting. Pretty much all over the place. It's great. Yes. And uh, right immediately after this episode, Matt, we got to go check Josh's trunk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For Josh Sullivan and Matt Ben Milligan, my name is Father Daniele. We'll see you next time on the Catholic Buzz.